I'm Kim Schmidt, Executive Editor of Farm Equipment. Welcome to Farm Equipment's Used Equipment Remarketing Roadmaps Podcast. In this episode, hosts Casey Seymour and Aaron Fintel of Moving Iron LLC sit down with Ed Geisler, Used Equipment Manager for New Holland and KCIH dealer CanEquip, a 14-store dealership with locations in Kansas and Nebraska. If this is your first time listening, you can subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite podcast platforms. Okay, let's jump in. Here's Casey and Aaron talking with Ed about the struggle with getting used inventory and the benefits of having good relationships with competitive dealers of other colors to get the inventory everyone needs. So Aaron, I'll tell you what, this is the first time that I really want to I want to pass the reins over to you once you introduce this week's guest. Well, today for our Boots on the Ground segment, we have Ed Geisler, right? Geisler? That is Yep, that is correct. Yep, who is a used equipment guy with Can Equip, red, blue, and a little bit of orange out of Kansas, and pretty much all over Kansas. Don't ever disrespect that state. It's the great state of hmm. Kansas. Thanks for being on the podcast, Ed. How you doing? Well, thank you very much. Thank you for having me on the show. You bet. Thanks for joining us. Why don't you give us a little bit of a backstory about how Ed got to where he's at today? All righty. Well, thank you. And, uh, you know, I started this position about four years ago. Um, you know, I came, I came from uh, Western Kansas. I grew up on a farm and, uh, you know, then I became an, an ag lender and, uh, you know, I've always loved machinery and, right on. you know, and I got this opportunity uh, from the Meinharts. Uh, they asked me to come on as an appraiser and, uh, you know, the one thing, and I, I'm sure you guys are well aware of this is, uh, is developing relationships and, and communication. And I think that's what really brought me on and uh, really enjoyed that. Right on. The Boots on the Ground segment is, is such a, uh, I think to me is one of my favorite segments that, that we've come up with here on the Moving Iron Podcast. And the reason for that is you're getting a background of what's going on in a different part of the world to kind of give that that perspective from a different dealer group, a different manufacturer line, a different things like that. So whenever you hear EZE, you are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. That's going to give you the, 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 the lead in to really talk. We're going to talk about what's going on here. So Ed, there's a million things going on right now in the marketplace, right? So you guys are a, a case dealer, a New Holland dealer, obviously, right? So CNH, and then you've got a Kubota line. You run, you got some case construction. You got some other things that are going on there. I mean that's a that's a that's a big bowl of soup that you guys got going on there. So a big umbrella, it is. So when you're when you're looking at that, I mean, with all the things we see happening right now with inventory, with interest rates, you run down the list. There's a million things going on right there. Taking a look at that from a used equipment you know manager perspective. Well, I'll tell you what, it, that's a that's a struggle, you know. And the one thing, you know, let me go back to uh, last year when we didn't have a, a Magnum. We didn't have a T8, you know, out on the lot, you know, and we're having to use a customer's tractor to set up planners, you know, and that is the one thing that the, uh, I guess the ownership, the general manager, the regional managers came to me and said, Ed, we can't have this, you know, we've got to find those tractors, you know, and what came down to it was the relationships with John Deere, you know, Massey Ferguson, all the other dealers. It really didn't make any difference if you're red, purple, blue, green. You know, right. I, I think it made it us made us all a lot closer. You know, and we're all in this together. And the one thing that we do want, we want the farmer to win. You right. Know? You know, and that, that I think that was our ultimate goal. Um, you know, as far as the struggles, 
you know, it's Mother Nature, I think, is dictating this market right now, you know, and, and we were blessed here in Western Can in, in Kansas overall, and we cover uh, a good part of Kansas and then the southeast part of Nebraska with 14 locations. And uh, the, the new equipment, you know, we're seeing some pretty good stuff, you know, as far as hay and uh, hay equipment, but the, the, you know, the tractors, you know, they're, they're pushed back you know, and, and we'll put them out there for a retail and we're still getting them canceled, you know, and everybody's in the same struggle. But I just go back to communication, relationships, you know, and I think it strengthened everybody. You know, I just wanted to say thank you to you guys, you know, on, on the green side, you know, I don't know that there's any, any enemies, you know, we're all after the farmer, you know, but it, it's just one of those things we're in it together. And, and John Deere's, I mean, trading me equipment, I'm trading them equipment you know, to satisfy our customers. Yeah, exactly. Everybody's just trying to make a customer happy. It's, it's not happy a matter sure. of, right. oh, you're making too much, I'm making too much. None of that. It's, can I please right. just have it? Right. Yeah, yeah. No, you're, well, well, you're exactly right. I, I, think, I think it just comes down to, it's not necessarily a margin anymore. It's supplying the farmer with their needs right now. Right. Yep. You know, yep. and, and that's what we're after. Yep, Absolutely. Well, a yeah. question I have, Ed, where, where you guys are blue and red, more so than the orange piece, have you noticed where, and, and I'm just incredibly intrigued about this because my folks live in southeast Nebraska. I drive by Grand Island frequently. Piles and piles and piles and piles of red combines, no yellow, no swathers, you know, that kind of thing. Have you noticed different availability throughout the CNH umbrella versus red or blue? You know, I'd say right now, I the the case side's probably a little bit easier to get. Um, you know, we're seeing a lot more of those. Um, it it's that that's a I guess that's kind of a loaded question, Aaron. I'm, I'm, I apologize for kind of going around, but it it seems like it we get sprinkled in a few. You know, it's kind of like a teaser. You right. know, we we get a couple of these, couple of those. You know, and, and then when we get those emails going, hey, this has been shipped, you know, it's it's coming this way. You know, it's really good. The bad thing about it is it's always the one things that we want. You know, we, right. we want the Magnum, you know, we want the T, you know, that, that isn't there. Right. You know? so, but, uh, you know, it just comes down to being able to do dealer trades. Yeah. You know, and it used to be and I think I think in the future, guys, and I don't know if you guys will agree with me. It might come down to, you know, you want a, uh, you want a Magnum, I'll throw one in, you know, we may be into that situation, you know, uh, with an overabundance. So when you ask the question, are you ready for the used equipment? You know, we've got to be on our toes, yep. you know, for, for when this market changes, you know, and when is it going to change, man, who knows, you know, so. Do you know, I know you, you're a used equipment guy. How do, how's that? You got a whiteboard behind you. Any <laughs> of guys got a whiteboard behind him. Yeah. Hey, I do too. <laughs> well, there you go. No, I mean that, like that's a, the thing. That's that's the whiteboard behind you. You, you it's like a, it's like a, a, a permanent sticky note, right? Of things you got to get done, you know. And that's and that that's that's one thing I used to do all the time. I whiteboard the hell out of stuff, man. I mean, oh, I, yeah. I'm I'm always whiteboarding things, looking at values, talking about this, that, and the other thing, and just going through all that that whole strategy. He is. Everywhere Casey's been looks like that chalkboard on a beautiful mind where Matt Damon just walks up there and solves the math. <laughs> Everywhere Casey's been looks that way. Yeah, he's a, he's a, 
Yeah, as far as buying, is that what you're talking? In general, you know, just just in general, yeah. Well, you know, like right now, you know, I we do all the appraising, you know. So, you know, if it comes from a farmer, you know, we, man, I'll tell you what, you know, you use the book, you know, we use Iron Guide Fleet, you know, in order to uh, appraise our our equipment, you know. And here's the one thing that's really wild is you can throw that book out the window. You know, it it, it comes down to comps, you know, and, and then it comes down to, uh, you know, the needs. So that, man, I'll tell you what, we're, we're probably 20 or 30%, I suppose, above retail, you know, book and, you know, getting this equipment, Um, you know, as far as trying to find equipment, we're just kind of looking for those magnums that are, we used to have those specifics, you know, it had to have the suspended front axle had to have leather, had to have, wow, has that gotten relaxed? You know, now mm-hmm. does it have four tires? Does it have a steering wheel? Yeah. You know, you, you yeah. know that. Yeah. That's kind D- of the it... thing. That's right. That's right. You know, and and the thing about it is, when we start looking at this used equipment, when we stamp our name, can equip on that on that piece of equipment. You know, we want to make sure that that goes through the shop. You know, and we want a quality product that goes out. I mean, just like you guys. You know, it's like sure. hey, when yeah. when you put your name on it you know, you got to stand behind it, you know, and you want a quality product out there, the farmers to stand up in all, all types of the weather. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. Yep. So you have 14 locations. I'm sure all your locations are exactly the same cookie cutter perfectly. Wrote me. Everyone, everyone's looking for the exact same thing, whether you're in Dodge city or Harrington, I'm sure you're probably looking for the exact same things. Very similar. Uh, exactly the same. Right? They, they almost <laughs> mirror each other. Right. So yeah. how, how are you handling that diversity right now with, with the, with the equipment shortage that we see right now? Well, you know, the one good thing about it is if it doesn't work in one area, you know, you just get it on a truck. Sure. Sure. You you someplace else. Yeah. yeah. But here yeah. we go with $5 fuel, you know, so right. there's another challenge, right. You know, so, you know, the one thing that we always look for is uh, it just comes down to quality equipment. Yep. You know, uh, you know, I think back East, you know, you can use some smaller tractors, you know, when mm-hmm. you look for hay equipment, you, you look for the 14 to 16 foot heads. When you go out to, you know, Western Kansas, you know, the wide open prairie, sure. uh, you know, you 19 foot heads all the yep. way across, yep. you know, and then, you know, we don't use a lot of tillage, you know, in Eastern Kansas and it all goes to, you know, Dodge city, garden city, you know, and that's, that's the location for that. Right. That is probably the best thing for can equip is the location. You know, if you don't like it here, it's just like the weather. Yep. Yeah. Just move stuff to wherever it fits. Cause you, you guys, you, you really do have an incredible diversity. Yeah. When you go from the Eastern point to the Western point, I mean, it is night and day different. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, no, I was just going to say you're exactly right, Aaron. You know, it comes down to, you know, if it doesn't work there, but the good thing about it is it, it's just technology, you know, um, sure. you know, and we've got, you know, we can advertise, we can show, we can, we can zoom, we can, you know, FaceTime, we can do whatever to get that piece of equipment right in front of the farmer. You know, that's, what's nice. Yep. So. Yep. Absolutely. We'll get back to Casey and Aaron in a moment, but first I wanted to take a quick second to invite you to this year's National Strip Tillage Conference, July 28th and 29th in Iowa City. Come learn about the growing strip tillage market and how to serve your customers who are actively investing in the practice or considering it. Listeners of this podcast are eligible for an exclusive $50 registration with code PODCAST. To learn more and redeem, visit www.strip-tillconference.com. 
Now back to Casey, Aaron, and Ed as they continue their conversation talking about how CanEquip is handling the equipment shortage across their 14 locations and the different ways they're working together to show farmers at different locations the inventory the dealership does have on hand. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, like what you're talking about, whether you're in, could you guys go all the way from, what, Topeka? Is that your, is that your yeah, farthest east store? Yep, Topeka, uh, and then we go Ottawa, you know, oh, as far, wow. so as, you go as, far Ottawa, as Ottawa. Ottawa. Okay, yeah, yeah, so you go out to Ottawa, I mean, all the way, and then you go west all the way to, what's, what's your most west store? Uh, Garden City. Garden, okay, so there you go. So, I mean, that that is diversity. I mean, you talk about <laughs> growing up in Kansas my whole life, I mean, Going from that spectrum to, to garden, I mean that's that is just it's Saturday and Sunday, man. They're yep. totally two do, totally different days, you know. Absolutely. And you know, there's there's nothing different about that. You go from a very wet, well, I'm gonna use quotations here, wet <laughs> eastern side of, of the state to a highly irrigated side of the state. To us, it's very wet. <laughs> Even very the irrigated side in Kansas is pretty wet. But I mean, it's it's you know, if you really start putting that perspective, you start looking at the differentiations in machines, not just so much. I mean, you're talking like the size of combines start to change between. Yeah. You see, you know, you got class six combines in the very eastern part of the state, and you've got class eight combines out in the western part of the state. I mean, so ha- as as a used equipment guy, man, that that that's a whole different. That's that's just a huge gambit. I mean, just the combines alone. Being able to to value those and look at those, and then how are you using those? Those uh, those 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 used combines and, and and different size tractors and everything from across the spectrum. Whether you're talking 250 horsepower tractors or 400 horsepower tractors out west, I mean that's that's just a whole other thing. So, h- how do you balance that spectrum? You know, I I don't know if there's a crystal ball. You know, I really don't. Um, you know, we were so short on combines last year. Um, yeah, it really didn't make it any difference if it was a series six or an eight, you know, it just came down to whether or not you had the combine. Um, you know, you're exactly right though. I mean, it is 250 to 340 horsepower tractor, not a whole lot of staggers in Ottawa, you know, and in, in that, and, you know, you get the big staggers, you want a 380 horsepower Magnum out there in Western Kansas, you know, um, I, I don't know that there's ever a crystal ball, you know, whether or not, or where this equipment goes. Um, you know, it's just the, it's just our business system that these guys are shopping for, you know, and, uh, you know, we just place it in there and, and go. Uh, I know that's not probably the answer that you're looking for, you know, but uh, I, I just really don't see a crystal ball, you know, as, as far as where we place, place equipment, you know, it's like, you know, we, we set a 310, uh, I just sent a 310 and a 340 to Ottawa, you know, uh, you know, and then we sent a 380 and, and a 340 to, to Western Kansas. You know, it, it just comes down to a tractor. Right. <laughs> you know, it, it might be. A, What's available, it, you know, right? It, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it might be an overkill, you know, for some of those guys, you know, but it might be a, a sweet fit, you know, but, you know, it's just trying to supply for the American farmer right now, you know, and, and making it work. So talk about that Kubota line for a little bit. So that, that Kubota line is, I mean, you, you can talk about the versatile Kubota combination of some higher horsepower stuff but really that that bread and butter Kubota stuff if you're really in in that in that marketplace is that you know 100 to 175 horsepower tractor what what are you guys doing with that tractor and 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 those those trades that are coming in there from a used used uh, equipment perspective how are you handling that you know as far as the 
you know, the Kubota line is only at three locations out of the 14. So they, they pretty well stay right there around the Topeka, the Wamigo, the Dodge City area. We don't flood those out too far. You know, if we get, let's say if we get a Kubota, uh, you know, in Hutchinson, you know, and maybe this is what you're after is we'll put it on a truck and set it that way. You know, because we know that they have a customer base that that follows that. Right. You know, and we feel a better chance of, of marketing it there. You know, but on the other hand, you know, when you get it out there on the internet, you know, it really doesn't make any difference where that stuff's at. Sure. You know, you're right. getting leads sure. wherever they are. Yep. You know, and so, you know, and that's the one thing. You know, we've got Massey Ferguson up in Marysville. You know, so if we get a Massey in Ottawa, you know, we're usually trying to get a truck underneath it and heading it that way. You know, yep. so you know, we are, you know, we do try to get that, you know, yep. and then, you know, if we have a New Holland product, uh, you know, we do like to push those over to our New Holland stores. Yep. So, you know, if it depends on kind of what, what it is. Yep. Sure. So yep. when you're, when you're looking at from a, from a, a used equipment process and, and how that works, how, how, when you're looking at used equipment, how, how do you start that? I mean, what are you, I mean, obviously everyone goes out and looks at tractor house or senior Pete fast line, all those kind of things and kind of judges that kind of thing, but how are you truly assessing what you have versus what, you- what we, you know, it right now, it kind of, well, I guess it's kind of dictated by the season. You know, I mean, if that's what you're after, you know, if, if we're really close to harvest, you know, we're going to start looking for those combines, you know, right now we, we go for some good use sprayers, you know, we're getting ready for the hay season. You know, that's that's one thing that we're looking for right now. I think everybody's got an overabundance of balers right now on everybody's lot. You know, but, you know, I think the windrowers are probably going to get hit really hard right now. You know, since we got blessed with a little moisture there for a while, you know, maybe we would have had way too many on the lot, you know, if we wouldn't have gotten any moisture and way too many combines. You know, if we continue to get this rain, we, I don't know what the magic number is, you know, and I wished I did know that, you know. But, uh, man, I tell you, you know, that's just the one thing. You know, if we have a combine go down, I, that's probably the one thing that we want to make sure that we can do, you know, is get one out there. You know, that's that's our livelihood and their crop, you know, and that's that's payday, you know. So that's the one thing that we try to we strive for, you know, as far as as far as valuation or anything like that. You know, it just comes down to how the quality of the product, you know, um, you know. We, we all run across the, you know, it's an all, it's an auction unit, you know, or right. you know, it, it's the second tier, th- third tier, you know, farmer, you know, or, you know, a beginning farmer, you know, so, you know, there's always some of those. I would say that if we're looking for anything right now, it's, it's probably that tractor that's, that we can retail under 150,000. Yep. No. Yeah. I, I can hear that. So when you're looking at um, the overall, spectrum of what you have happening there i mean from a, the, the ag lender and you've got to be taking a look at interest rates right now and you've got to have some some level of concern oh absolutely you know and and i i don't think i sleep at night you know um it's one of those things of you want to make sure that you have the product but on the other hand you want to make sure that you're in them right um you know but the high values right now it's kind of like uh oh you know, i know get them on the lot yep. yeah yeah Whatever the customer wants, say yes. Just get it in here. (laughs) You know, that's exactly right. You know, and what's the right price? What's, you know, we're going to know here a lot more in six months, you know, you know, and I don't know what you guys are, but you know, everybody's that I talk to, you know, they're saying that we're going to be in this situation for two years, you know? Yeah. Is it two years? Is it six months? Is it 30 days? You know, it kind of depends. Yeah. 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 I'm in the, uh, 
you know, I was in 23 going into 24 that this stuff was going to change. And with this whole Ukrainian-Russian war thing, it's kind of kicked me out about another year. So I'm 24 going into 25. So, yeah, that, that two-year thing from now to me, it makes a lot of sense. Um, but I've got to think manufacturers have got to figure out some way to catch up. Catch up. I mean, what, like Aaron's point, you know, talking about stuff in Grand Island and those kind of things. I mean, every factory in North America is the same way, whether you're in Jackson, oh, Minnesota, yeah. or whether you're in, you know, wherever, yeah. Illinois, for for the deer stuff. I mean, there's just piles of stuff sitting everywhere, and they're, they're missing a bearing, a chip, a whatever, you know. And sooner or later, you know, a belt, yeah. A belt, and there's 10 of them at Napa, yeah. but that's not how the <laughs> supply chain works. Right, yeah. But you would think that there would be something – there's some point in time where that that's got to switch. Yeah. And whenever that switch happens, I mean, the overall perspective of used equipment is going to greatly change. I mean, you're talking about value systems that are just going to change overnight. You know, when you when you wake up the next day and you've got three or four tractors sitting out there and you don't have really anybody on those tractors, that's when you know things have changed. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, and to me, I mean, who knows when that's going to be, but whenever that does happen – you're going to see, because I, I, I don't think it's going to be this gradual, you know, no. increased value as far as demand goes. It's going to be a sharp turn. You're exactly right. It's going to be one of those things like you get the email. Sure. Availability is about to turn around. Here we go. Supplier issues are fixed. Bam. You got about 15 days to fix all your sins out there. <laughs> or they're going to rear their ugly head. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'd say when when you can start ordering for uh, for dealer stock and not dealer retail, right? Yep. Then you better start looking at your used inventory pretty fast and pretty yep. close. And I I'd 100% agree with that. That's that's when when you can look at that. They're like, hey, you know, what? we got 25 extra build slots. You guys want these? Yeah. That's when you're like, oh, yeah, we'll take all those. But <laughs> yeah. my God, we better those whatever we got sitting lot right now is just you know we got we got I think a hard long look at what we got there. You're and, absolutely correct. Yeah, so that's going to be a that's going to be a big shift in in the paradigm that we see right now. So I guess as you take a look at that that paradigm that we see right now, I mean, I think this interest rate thing we have is a very short lived thing. If you take a look at you know once the supply chain gets caught up and everything gets squared away and those kind of things, this inflationary period that we in that we're in is is going to is going to change. You know, but up until then. What are the conversations that you're having with customers or your 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 sales guys are having with customers about interest rates and, and, and what is that how are you looking at things differently now than you were maybe six months ago? You know, I, I think right now it's uh I think it's just developing that relationship with their customer and going deeper in with them. You know, and 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 you know, we've probably got we've probably got nine magnums on the lot right now you know, and 47 salesmen. It's one of those things that you talk to those customers and you develop that relationship and you, and you see what their needs are. And uh, we try to make it fit for them. You know, as far as interest rates, you know, it, interest rates are interest rates, you know, and, and look at the commodity price. There's always something that, uh, that outweighs something. So, but no, I, I mean, I think it's just uh, building a relationship and communication. You know, that's how it was. So, 
It's it's a it's a crazy time. A million things in your face right now, and if you're in the music equipment side of the business, it, I, it's just as crazy now as it was in any other spectrum of that. So worse. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe to some extent, but it's it's a it's a tougher environment probably to some extent than it was in others. So, you know, Ed, before we shut things down, any final thoughts you want to throw out there? No, you know, the one thing that I want to say is, you know, thank you for having me on, you know, and you're exactly right. It's exactly what we've been talking about. You know, it's the struggle, you know, but who's going to win in this? You know, it's going to be the farmer because we're all going to pull together, you know, and it's all dealers and we got the farmer at the be- at their best interest, you know, and that's what we're after, you know, and I want them to know that, you know, and it's not about making money. It's about making them or le- allowing them to get their crops out of the field and doing their work. So, you know, uh, I mean, I, I just, uh, I just see them all as a partner, you know, and I see you guys as a partner, even though you guys have, you know, you know, the other color, you know, green, you know, I continue guys, I, yeah. you know, I consider you guys as friends, right. you know, and, and then if you guys need something, you know, it's, it's not a cut and dry thing. You know, we, I just, we just need to all work together and get through this. Oh yeah, absolutely. The used equipment markets and, and the used equipment guys, it's one of the most homogenous things on the planet. Right? Yeah. We all kind of run together. And Everybody's kind of colorblind. You know. Yeah. Romance. You color mean, romance. There's no real difference. differentiation between what you're doing and what I'm doing. It's, a, it's yeah. the same, it's same thing. You know? you know, I've developed awesome relationships, you know, and I yep. think that's what I enjoy so much, you know, and, yep. it, and, it, and it goes deeper than machinery. You know, it goes deep. You know, it goes to, you know, I want to know who you are. You know, and man, that just fascinates me so much, you know, that we're after one goal and, and we really care for what each other, you know, like for supper, <laughs> you know, I, right. I mean, that, that, that's what I really like, you know? So, yeah, but no, so, but thank you. Thank you, Ed, for being on the podcast, man. Ed, if, if folks want to reach out to you and get more information about what you're doing at Can Equip, what's the best way to do that? You know, you can either uh, email me at ed.geisler at canequip.com or you can call me at 785-404-7114. Right on, right on. <laughs> wow, Aaron. did I butcher that? <laughs> Aaron, what's the best way to get hold of you? Okay, you can call me, text me, 308-760-1193. I am on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, probably whatever else by my name, Aaron Fintel. And you can email me at aaron.fintel at movingironllc.com. Right on. And I'm Casey Seymour. You can find me at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Moving Iron LLC. Go to LinkedIn at Moving Iron Podcast. And I need all the subscribers I can get to go to YouTube and subscribe to the Moving Iron Podcast. Check that out. If you're interested in going to the Moving Iron Summit, which, Ed, I hope you come to that this year, check that out. So go to movingironllc.com. Go to the Moving Iron Summit tab check that out and uh you know you can you can sign up there get all the information about speakers and whatnot that's what there but if you need more information send me an email at moving iron podcast at moving iron podcast.com i'll make sure to get back to you you can send me a text message at 308-765-0495 or you can call me on that same number as well and i'll get back to you when i can so with that i am casey with aaron and ed let's go with some iron folks Thanks to Casey and Aaron for sharing this conversation with us. You can keep up on the latest industry news by registering online to receive our free newsletters. Visit www.farm-equipment.com. For Casey, Aaron, and Ed, as well as our entire staff here at Farm Equipment, I'm Kim Schmidt. Thanks for listening.